Welcome to Box the Compass, Episode 7, Creating Your Goal Stack. Henry David Thoreau wrote, The mass of men lead lives of quiet desperation. I'm Terry James, and my vision with Box the Compass is to help men move out of quiet desperation and step into intentional lives created by owning our power. We're all at different places in our journey. None of us, including me, have it all figured out. We're all imperfect, flawed human beings. But when we implement proven methods of changing behaviors and thoughts and beliefs, when we live our lives with intention and purpose, we uncover the man that God needs us to be. I've committed to taking this journey and I'd love to have you join me. Let's go. Hey everyone, how are you? Thanks for joining me today. So I want to start out tonight with a quick question for you. How are you doing on your goals for the year? So research shows that about 92% of us have given up on our New Year's resolutions by now. Um, it's crazy the, the, the statistics that show how quickly our New Year's resolutions disappear. Uh, but why is this happening? Why is it such a common experience? Like we're destined as human beings to grow and create and expand our experience. Yet we constantly seem to run into roadblocks or challenges that leave us feeling stuck. And from my experience, there are a couple reasons that we can get into this trap. If our brains and our thoughts are not serving us, or our vision is incomplete or blurry, we're going to constantly battle to gain traction. So today we're going to talk about the framework for creating your goal stack. But if you've had trouble creating results in the past, we need to take a look at some of the possible reasons that you might be stuck before we build a plan so that when you do build your plan, you step into it, you have the right mindset. Okay, so the first thing we want to look at is your primitive brain. You may have heard me talk about this already, but the primitive brain cares about three things. Seeking pleasure, which means it's looking for instant gratification. Avoiding pain, which means it wants to keep you safe. And conserving energy, which means it's going to minimize the effort that you put out. And, you know, we can all understand how those three priorities served us really well when we were living in a cave and battling for our survival every day. Like, it literally meant the survival of our species. And the reality is we're only 100 to maybe 150 years past where our daily survival was still a concern. And given that our brain has evolved over thousands of years or hundreds of thousands of years, 150 years really isn't that much. So we're already battling some hardwired belief structures, right? The other thing that... Uh, this primitive brain does is it creates an all-or-nothing framework. You know, I didn't work out yesterday and today got away from me. Tomorrow I wake up late and didn't sleep well and all of a sudden you're like, screw it. <laughs> I know I couldn't be consistent, so why even bother? So our brain's going to create stories and scripts that are very convincing to turn our internal thermostat back down and pull us back into our comfort zone. But here's the cool thing. Just recognizing that your brain is going to give you thoughts based on those three things gives you power. And a really good way to get out of this trap is to recognize your brain is going to talk to you and that you need to talk back. For example, if you decide you're going to start working out again, your brain is going to say something like, you know, you know you're going to be sore for two weeks if you start working out. You should probably wait until after your business trip. You don't want to be sore while you're out, out on the road, right? Or, or you're going to be really tired for two weeks because you're getting up early, uh, earlier than you normally do, or, or some version of this, right? And if you don't catch this question, uh, or catch this thought and question it, you're going to unconsciously buy in. But if you recognize what's happening, you decide to talk back. I mean, what if you just said, yep, 
I'm going to be sore for two weeks, and that's okay. I can handle sore. I might be tired for a week, but that's okay. I can handle tired. It's not a big deal. I got this, brain. Don't worry about a thing. You're going to thank me in a month because we're going to be clear. We're going to have so much more energy for you to direct. I promise you're going to appreciate this. So these stories our primitive brains tell us are rarely true. And if we stop and question it and create new stories, it's an incredibly powerful exercise. Okay, the second issue that might be keeping you from reaching your goals has to do with vision and purpose and the space from which you're approaching your goals. So let's go back to the exercise example. Think of the reasons why you would want to begin exercising. What could some of those be? Maybe to feel healthier, have more energy, look better. Maybe you want to get in shape for the summer or for a wedding or a class reunion. Those are all great reasons, right? But let me ask you this. Is there any passion behind having more energy? Can you stay in shape after the wedding if that's the reason you got into shape? What's your current mindset towards your body? Are there scripts playing in your head that are negative, like, I'm sick of not having energy, or wow, I've really let myself go? Like, what do you think when you see yourself in the mirror after a shower? Guys, this is really important. If you approach a goal with a negative projection, you will really struggle. Are you more likely to reach a goal if you say, you know what, I'm sick of being 30 pounds overweight? Or man, my body is an amazing thing. I'm going to see if I can make a few changes to treat it better. I promise you, when you come from a place of appreciation and gratitude and self-love, you're going to have much better results. When it comes to vision and purpose, it's critical that you have a powerful why and a vision and, and, uh, and a vision of what that looks like and feels like to already be in that place. I mean, honestly, when you achieve a goal, it should be no big deal. I mean, it's nice and it's validation of your consistent and focused efforts, but I'm not saying that it won't feel great to get to the finish line. But if you live with vision and intention, every single day you're seeing yourself at the finish line already. When you get really good at this, you'll find that as soon as you set a goal you want to hit, it's a foregone conclusion that you'll get there. It's just a matter of the universe providing the how and you directing your efforts. You put those two ingredients together and add a little bit of time and it's going to happen. And your ability to reach out to a future state and pull it into your current life will literally rewire your brain with new connections as if you're already there. Okay, so let's dive into how to do this. You've all heard of SMART goals, and in a business context, SMART goals can be effective um, for you know those focusing on just boosting a number because the underlying assumptions uh, under them are that the goal is already worthwhile. If you make more money for your business, you're going to make more money personally. But for crazy big goals like your life vision, this methodology has some serious flaws. The primary one is that it doesn't allow you to create an emotional connection to the goal. Secondly, SMART goals are focused solely on outcomes. And that has limitations because until you get to the outcome, you don't have the reward. You know, even minor setbacks can put a big damper on outcome-focused goals. Like trying to lose 20 pounds by the year's end, right? And SMART goals really fail to fuel your inner fire, and research shows that internal factors are much more likely to lead to long-term behavior change. So how do you create a goal set that has that kind of power behind it, where your vision, your attention, and your passion are all aligned? Guys, this is where it gets really good and really comes together in a way that I'm betting you never have seen before, because I've never seen it before. So let's step back a bit and review your life vision. That's a big, hairy goal that you have no idea how you're going to get there. But you know that's where you want to end up. 
Then we're going to break that big, hairy idea into smaller waypoints to show you the pathway to get there. But if you want to hit a waypoint in three years, you need a goal stack in place to reach it. Now, then we set, create a set of five cardinal points that help you grow in your weaknesses and further build on your strengths. And each of these has a vision statement of what it's like to be in that place in each particular area. And this is where your goal stack starts. So let's take the physical cardinal point and show you how to build this out. So here's my physical cardinal point statement. I am in the best shape of my life. I've embraced an active and intentional lifestyle that is focused on pure foods and active exercises that has allowed me to reach levels of energy, stamina, and vitality that I've never had. My diet is natural with moderation in all things. I've moved from moderate exercise to focused workouts to build strength and flexibility. So that's my statement. Now, where am I falling short in living in this future state? Well, I don't have the energy and the vitality and the stamina that I want. I'm not in the best shape of my life. My diet and exercise don't match the statement. So what can I do in the next year to get closer to this future state? My physical cardinal point, here are the five things I came up with to move in that direction. The first one is weight training. Now the second one is yoga. And these two things will build my body, build my strength, my flexibility. I also need to learn more about what to eat and what will fuel my body so that I'm going to actually read three books on how to eat properly. Those are uh, Genius Kitchen, Genius Foods, and Genius Life. Uh, it's a, a great series on uh, the mind-body connection and how to fuel your mind. Uh, the next one that I came up with is hiking. Um, I love being outdoors, and I know hiking will increase my stamina. And all of this leads to a concept called the 12-hour walk. I'll talk more about this in a later podcast, probably after I've done it. But the quick concept is to leave my house and for 12 hours have no music, podcasts, or distractions with the intention of focusing my mind on what I want to accomplish. If you want to learn more about this idea, just Google 12-hour walk and it will give you a lot more details on it. But my goal is to, to do this 12-hour walk and to find the, the clarity and connection for the goals that I've set for this year. So those are the five things this year that I can begin building out a goal stack around. Weight training, yoga, uh, reading, uh, and, and increasing my, my emotional intelligence around eating by reading Kitchen Genius, uh, Genius Kitchen, Genius Foods, and Genius Life. I'm going to start hiking, and eventually that will lead to a 12-hour walk. So once you've identified which cardinal points you want to focus on, and then you've determined the actions that will get you closer to your desired state, can then work out your one-year, your six-month, your monthly, and your weekly goal stack. So let me share with you what that looks like. So we start out the one-year um, uh, goal with a vision statement like we have the others. So here's my vision statement for a one-year goal by the end of December of this year. Wow, what a year. This, this year has been about transformation by living an intentional life. I've discarded the things that don't serve me and have embraced what provides richness and fulfillment in all areas of my life. This year, I chose to lean into this crazy idea that I had something of value to share with the world, and the universe has responded with abundance. The company I've been entrusted to lead has flourished, allowing the owner to step into retirement and transition ownership to me. I love the people I work with, and we are becoming more and more effective as we expand our business. Box the Compass has blossomed. My tribe has grown and my content is more powerful than ever. My podcast, social media, website, 
and live and online trainings are providing incredible direction and power to those that engage. I've created a coaching program that is expanding and helping people make stunning changes in their life. Physically, I'm in the best shape of my life. I've cultivated a healthy diet, and my exercise is creating energy, strength, and flexibility that have me feeling better than I have in years. Some of my closest relationships have transformed over the past year as I've focused on living in my power and in alignment with the man God wants me to become. My work with Box the Compass has opened doors to leaders who inspire and push me to become better. My financial world is completely transformed as I fully have as I have fully owned this area of my life for the first time. I know where I'm at and where I'm going with my financial stewardship and the peace I feel in this area of my life is so comforting. So I've envisioned the level of growth that I want to create in this year in each of those areas. Now I can begin dialing in on that with goals. So here's what that looks like. My one-year stack to be completed by December 31st of 2023. Here are the points. EGD has crossed over to being profitable. I'm in the process of transitioning ownership completely so our founders can embrace their retirement and move on to the next stage of their lives. Box the Compass has become a significant source of income as my content and tribe have expanded. I have held two live retreats that touched the lives of 30 men who have stepped into their best life. In September, the revenue generated from Box the Compass passed the $30,000 mark as I completed my second live training and enrolled 10 people in my coaching program. I've transitioned the majority of my time away from Yellow Sage Marketing, although I have a handful of consulting clients that I enjoy working with. My income for 2023 will exceed $200,000, and I am completely debt-free. I feel more balanced and healthier than I have in years. My diet and exercise have become a way of life for me, and I've incorporated an active lifestyle that allows me to experience the beauty and magnificence of this earth. Okay, so that's my one year. Now to get here in one year, what do I need to do in six months? Where do I need to be in six months? By the end of June, Box the Compass is growing rapidly. I've held two online trainings and have my first live training next month. I have a podcast with over 500 subscribers, and I am interviewed regularly by experts in this space. My tribe is over 500 strong, filled with amazing people that love the systems I teach, and my reach is growing by 50 new people each month. I currently have three streams of income, including EGD, Box of the Compass, and Yellow Sage, which I begin to wind down as I focus more and more on Box of the Compass. I have finished the first draft of my book. EGD has become profitable, and we're hitting our monthly goals every single time. So where do I need to be in one month? By the end of February, here's what I, I will have accomplished. Weekly podcast delivered each Tuesday. I've begun the marketing process for Life by Design in February and will have 15 men who want to change their lives pay $300 for my five-week training program. I've made two guest appearances on podcasts. I have 200 people active on my Box the Compass Facebook group. I'm up to date on my financial plan. I've begun planning for the live retreat training at Royal Creek Ranches. I've read two books, The Power of One More and Genius Kitchen. And I'm reactivating Box the Compass and Life by Design and getting Box the Compass business page and begin advertising. So all that for this month converts into what I need to do this week and tomorrow to meet these monthly goals. Do you see how this works? Do you see the power of vision and basing your actions on internal, intentional and powerful passion? 
I hope this makes sense. So there's one more pillar that we're going to talk about next week. This, that final pillar is called actions and habits. And this is where we look at how to create and implement systems so you can stay on track, stay focused, and have daily direction on what you're doing. So to close out tonight, I want to share with you a limiting belief that I have that I'm working on. So this limiting belief is that it's going to be really hard to find 15 guys that want to step out of living lives of quiet desperation and into a life filled with intention, passion, and vision. So I'm putting it out to you today and to the universe that I'll have 15 men who each paid $300 to enroll my training by the end of this month. I don't know how this is going to happen. What I know, what I do know is that when you put your intention out there, the how figures itself out. So if you know someone who would find value in creating a life blueprint that gives them direction and power, I'm asking for you to connect them with me and help me create this. For me, it's not about the money. It's about creating incredible change and connection with others in a way that gives them the tools to live their best life. So that's what I have for this week. I hope it's helpful. I'm happy to answer any questions or uh, take a phone call or text from you. Um, reach out to me and uh, we'll get you going. Again, thanks for spending a few minutes with me. If you find value in this, please share, uh, rate it, and, and provide some feedback for me. Have a great week, everyone, and we're going to connect with you next Tuesday and share some really powerful tools to help you get where you need to go. Thanks. Have a good night.